This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 110 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, I just want to remind you of the t-shirts and hoodies that we have available. A couple of the guys in our Sunday night league wore theirs to the game, and they looked great. You could look great, too. Go to beersinthelot.com shop. So for this episode, me and the guys talked about our Sunday night league game where Riggs' team faced off against Danny, Johnny, and my team. Then John gave us a brief update on what's going on around the NHL as teams prepare to start up and get ready for the season. And then we had a little discussion about everybody's favorite offensive strategy, dump and chase. So let's go. Let's open those beers. I'm watching this master class really quick on how to mix a cocktail from Aaron. (laughs) 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 So what are you you doing over there, Aaron? (laughs) What am I doing? So I somewhat pre-prepared the the mule that I am drinking tonight. I'm not I didn't actually have any beers. So I'm drinking a cocktail. So I got my uh lime and ice and my copper cup. Brought my vodka and my goslings ginger beer. That's right. That'd be goslings. Yes. That's right. And uh, I've made enough of these to kind of just eyeball it. So that's what I've got tonight. I've got a Moscow yep. mule or mule, however you want to call yep. it. Nice. What you got, Johnny? So the day is done. I'm going to have one uh, Attaboy Basic, which is a basic boy hard seltzer. It's cucumber and lemon. I actually, I'm not like a massive seltzer guy. I have them here and there, but like this isn't bad. So I wanted to try it and I like it. So pretty damn good. What about you, Riggs? What do you got? I have from Checker Spot Brewing in Baltimore, Maryland, a Ziggy Zaggy Ziggy Zaggy Oi Oi Oi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's pretty good. I haven't had many checker spot uh brews, but this is uh this is pretty good. Nice. And uh Danny's can when the folks see the beers roster from this episode, we might have to put a seizure warning. <laughs> on, on, oh god on that post because that can was like psychedelic bling blinging <laughs> Ooh. so i have yes. a uh tree house weird very fitting for me <laughs> the big one it's their that first tracks. it was their first canned <laughs> triple ipa and yes it is big 9.4 oh so that's that's gonna be a fun night. few points just one of them. Just one point. <laughs> good stuff. We had uh, we had uh, some pretty good games last night, though, right? Oh, it was all of us in the same game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We were all in the same <laughs> game. <laughs> so we had one good game, at least. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened in the other game. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. It doesn't matter. I have an idea, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Offline, we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. It was first uh, first meeting of the teams for this season. Got to see the cap 
Capitals OFBG jersey or whatever. Yeah, those are you clean. Know, they're they're nice. I I I really like Riggs's kit too with the the Winter Classic shell and sock. Like that's that's good stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. hot. Yeah, as soon as I saw the model or the concept or whatever for the the old school white with the red shoulders and the whole thing, I was like, okay. I had <laughs> I bought this. yeah, I had bought <laughs> like the socks and the shell um at the Caps equipment sale that summer after that 2011 Winter Classic when they used to have the equipment sales, they don't do them anymore. Right. I think everything ends up at Pro Stock Hockey, but um uh I was like, okay, this is happening. <laughs> I was, we do this. I was told I haven't scored any goals yet. I have I have a bunch of assists, but I was told last night that if I don't start scoring goals, then I have to stop wearing the Winter Classic <laughs> shell. And I and to to which I responded, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna continue to wear it. <laughs> That's the spirit. We like That's hearing that. That's the spirit. <laughs> it's a way to do it. <laughs> it was a good game. Was, we had a, had a bit of a runaway in the first period, and then you guys came back and tied it up. And yes. It was a game going into the third. So there's a great little story about that. So we did come all the way back, and I guess it was... Like the beginning of the third period when we tied it up, mm-hmm. and uh, previous guest uh, Stan Steve Bamani was playing D. There's a faceoff in our end, so he's over by the bench, you know, at, at his point position. And before the drop of the puck, he turns to us on the bench and says, "He says, yeah, you guys came all the way back and tied it up, but I've." I've read this script before. <laughs> We're about to score two or three goals. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> it came. <laughs> so that was I believe it was it was wasn't long after the game got tied up that I had a breakaway and I'm told that there was a conversation that occurred behind the play. Yes. So <laughs> Danny and I, so D- Danny was just kind of like following the play and like I was skating next to him and he, and he goes, he goes, you think, you think he's going to make it or something like that? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> and then and Riggs was in. right. <laughs> and then I said, see, <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> breakaways are not my thing <laughs> well, I love those little like those little conversations that you have those little moments that's that's yeah for the record Daniel and I are on the same team <laughs> and yeah. Briggs is on the other team yeah I mean I was I was back checking I had my guy I had yeah, I had, your, I had my Danny. guy yeah I had my guy <laughs> 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 what was that what was the one thing we wanted to bring up Riggs well goaltending it kind of goes along with what Stan said to our bench about mm-hmm. you know I, two or three goals are going to happen here you guys were up 
three within the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. and the sh- at least two of the shots were leaky. <laughs> yeah. Was, Daniels uh, Daniels was a good one. The very first goal I thought was pretty was good because Daniel yeah. went back far side. I mean, it probably could have been saved, but it went straight into the net. It's not like it hit the goalie and then then went in. But and but okay, whatever. Like goals get sure, scored yeah, yeah. either <laughs> way. It doesn't matter. It's what happens after the goals get scored. Right. Yes. It's very it's important. The, it's the bounce back or the attitude of the goalie that's very important and it, it's very hard to play in front of somebody that is constantly saying that they can't see the puck even when the puck is like in the corner or like in neutral zone or <laughs> 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 or at the face off dot while we're lining up for a face-off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a spirited conversation before the face-off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for... I, I don't know what I want to say about this, but for goalies out there, maybe let's chill out and let's... Work with your D, not let's, against your D. I yeah. think that's the key. It seems like... Yeah. I definitely got the impression that it was almost like the goalie and the defense were were trying to play different games and yes. or p- well, try to play the game in a different way. And I don't I'll, know. It just, I, I think um, one party thought that the defenders should play a more important role in the goaltending itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the defenders should do more of the goaltending. <laughs> well, I think it was also brought up like, like there's there's certain ways to go about bringing up, yes, things yeah, to do, yeah. things that you would like to see your defenseman do. There's constructive ways to criticize, right? <laughs> they call it that, you know. Hey, maybe criticism. next time you do this instead of this. Just how I'm seeing it, you know, type of thing. Not you know sitting there berating your defenseman, right? And, yeah. And the other thing is, you can't tell your defenders to actively push people around in front of the net in a non body checking league. Seriously. Like what are they supposed to do? Take a penalty. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) either we're going to be down the whole game and we're going to have people kicked out, especially in that league. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's a friendly league. There's really none of that kind of stuff going on. Or you're going to have to accept the fact that there will be opposing players in and around your area, mm-hmm. and you're just going to have to deal with it. You might have to move your neck off to the side a little uh, bit. You know, hey, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, physician or a <laughs> biologist, but <laughs> that seems like know, a possibility, right? But I do know that um, I could like lean over and look around somebody. <laughs> You know, stand up a little straighter and see over somebody, or maybe get down lower and see underneath them. You know, it's so. Seems like there's some options. Yeah, maybe it's, it's just. Uh, I've got a goalie. Know. I don't know though. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 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 
I digress. <laughs> There's been we we've seen Phil on the ice. We've seen a couple players out on the ice, right? Like they they doing camps and shit right now, John. Like what what's going on? Is anybody People doing anything? It's it's informal team skates. So a lot of teams uh, okay. like Vegas. Vegas had their golf outing today. Um, it's actually kind of funny because I was watching some of it. So like, they talked to Keegan Colasar, Mark Stone, Marceau, Ben Hutton, a few of the other guys, all wearing like a Vegas Gold Knights like polo or hat or both, and Phil had this like white Under Armour hat on that was. It looked like it was like too big, like one of those fitted ones. <laughs> and then he was wearing a white Under Armour polo, and it looked wrinkled as shit. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and they were I just going Phil. around. They were just going around like, "Who do you think's about the worst golfer?" Well, you know, like little funny stuff. And he just started chuckling, like he's like, "I don't, know, I don't know. March or so." And then you got the sense like really quickly because you could hear the laughter in the background. Marsha so was like in Kessel's group and he's just teasing him right in front of his face. Like, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Um, I know like the Canucks are back. A lot of the Leafs guys are in town. I know everyone on the Penguins roster is in town uh, skating one way or another. And then this week, actually, I think a lot of teams have like, I don't know if they're calling it like a kickoff to training camp, but it's pretty damn close. So a lot of teams Monday, it's like media day. Tuesday, Wednesday is physical testing and medicals. And then Thursday, by Thursday or Friday, all the teams will be on the ice. So, I mean, we're we're pretty damn close because it's like 26, 25 days to games, essentially. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty damn close, which is Getting great. There. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of NHL guys got signed to PTOs the last couple of days, too. So, That's like, good our stuff. Boy, like our boy, Sonny Milano. Weird. So <laughs> where do you, where do you get signed to Calgary on a PTO? Oh, yeah, that, that could work out for him. I still I don't know him. why Anaheim didn't PTO him or sign him. Right. Seriously. There's a reason, like I said, Aaron, there's a reason he had a great world junior and then he's bounced around since. I'm yeah, not saying, I'm not saying anything against the guy, but I think he I'm plays not saying really he's, well with Zegers. Like it, unless they've got somebody that, you know, is going to be better with Zegers, I guess, or that Zegers can play Anaheim, with. I don't know. Anaheim's going to have a lot of young people coming in the next couple of years. They're going to mm-hmm. be just fine without Sonny Milano. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to be All just right. fine without him. So I don't keep up with them with the West enough, so I don't really know. I just know that Zegers and Milano hooked up for a lot. But Zegers is starting to get tattoos and stuff. He's t- he's a tough guy now. He sees <laughs> want to hang out with a guy like Milano. <laughs> so. It's almost like the Austin Matthews like path. I'm gonna get on the cover of NHL and then I'm gonna get tattoos and stuff. <laughs> so like that's what he's gonna do. Get tattoos and grow a mustache. And have a receding <laughs> hairline very early in your life. Have an early <laughs> But yeah, it's like that weird transition time in the year. Like yeah. So you, you brought up NHL. I was, I actually watched the thing on it today. They changed, they changed some cool stuff in the game, actually. Well, changed more like brought stuff back from like 15 years ago that should never have been taken out. But you, they have this thing now when you win the Stanley cup in the franchise mode, 
where you can choose who the next guy, who you want to hand the cup to, which is kind of oh. cool. Hmm. And then when you do that, then the announcers will like, it picks like a, you know, like eight or nine guys that have storylines going on. And then you, you choose a guy and the announcers are like, oh yeah, he's handing it to whoever because of, you know, leading score in the playoffs or whatever. Like it's actually pretty cool. Huh. And then at the end, they, the uh, cup off. And Aaron Michaels handing the cup off to himself. He broke Gretzky's <laughs> goal total this year. Not for the season, for his career. For his career. <laughs> his career. He did it this year. <laughs> That's who it's going to be. <laughs> Just an incredible year for this Just guy. Just an incredible year for this guy. <laughs> wow. No, but then also a really cool thing that they, they've, they've implemented new this year is that uh, at the end, after you've had your like cup ceremony or whatever, they show the cup with this like black background and like in the commercials and it like zooms in on the spot where your, your team is would be on the cup and like your names are on there from the rock. That's pretty cool. I thought that was neat. And they've, they've added some, you know, some polish to that, that franchise mode stuff that, and they do the anthems now. Like they didn't have the anthems for like 10 years. They didn't like, I don't know, 2007. Huh. But yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of excited. I might actually buy it. I mean, who am I? I'm going to buy it anyway. It's not just a roster update. Yeah, it's more than a roster <laughs> update. I mean, it's it's kind of just a roster update, but <laughs> there's some little tiny things that they've added. I don't know. Let's see. What else we got? Well, the one thing I I kind of saw. It's like it's actually kind of pretty cool. So the Summit Series from the '70s when the Soviet Union played Canada and Canada ended up winning a Paul Henderson's come from behind goal in Moscow. They're they're doing a big dock, like a big behind the scenes dock on it because it hasn't been done mm. in years ago. I actually bought the DVD set and watched the games. It's wild. Like hmm. what they considered a penalty back then. If Dude. you did it today, yeah. like in a beer league, Dude. like you would you would have assault charges filed against yeah. you. It would be it was frightening. And the best is like like some of those they weren't penalties and you could hear the announcers and it wasn't like bob cole's other guys from the 70s and i i don't even remember i gotta dig it up and watch it again but they were like oh the russians aren't used to this you know kind of aggressive north american style i'm like this isn't aggressive this is assault this is horrible <laughs> but but the cool thing they actually started doing is people have been going behind the scenes kind of like get more stories from the team. I actually got the book that Esposito did a lot of excerpts for, which is, it's a really good book about the whole series and how Canada didn't really, it was built to Canada as like just this fun thing they would do before NHL training camp. And like some of the guys like the Esposito brothers didn't even want to go because they were losing a ton of money from like the hockey camps they were running. So they were like, Oh, why the hell do we even need to go? Blah, blah, blah but people are doing like the advanced stats on the series and stuff. It was, it was cool to see. And one hmm. of the junior teams in the CHL did a practice wearing like the seventies gear. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the goalies, yeah. Yeah. the goalies and uh, the players, they wore like their today helmets, you know, for safety reasons, but it was so cool to see like the goalies try and move in the skates and everything <laughs> and the pads. And it was, Oh, it was, it was pretty cool. Like I like seeing that like little dive into, hockey history and everything, especially some of the advanced stats stuff. Like you kind of, you know, we know some of these players were great and really 
talented and dominant. But when you kind of line some of the stats that we track today that were kind of like that, that person moves a needle or that person's a player skater that really makes an impact, even if, you know, we could even say it like, especially in the women's game, he or she is not scoring goals or putting up points like they are making an impact. So right. and even some of the cool stuff they were tracking, like uh, shot assists, which is now like an interesting metric. A lot of NHL teams are starting to track like who's getting the puck to shooters in really good scoring areas, like moving the yeah. puck into that area or setting those things up. That's a yep. metric people are starting to even hmm. kind of dig deeper to like to start track. Watch like in the next probably two years, that stat's going to be. I guarantee it's going to move to like slot shots, rebounds from the slot, shot assists. And I'm sure there's a few other metrics that I'm forgetting right now that everybody's going to start tracking for like offensive metrics even more. Hmm. So kind of cool to apply that to like 70s era hockey when they still had like this dunk, like especially too like Riggs, you you know, because they did a lot of stuff and all of us, we watch Miracle. So like they kind of touched on it a little bit. Where, you know, her Brooks really kind of implemented, you know, no, we're not going to dump the puck. This is not the way we got to beat this Soviet team. We we want to play just like them. So you got to keep the puck. Yep. That was a European concept. And even when he watches games from the Summit Series, like, there's a lot of dump and chase. And, yeah. it, and not <laughs> on the Russian side. It's all on the Canadian side. Yeah. And it is bonkers to see. Because sometimes, I hate saying it, but it's probably the way they were coached, like, like, man, if you would have taken three or four more strides, you could have, like, maybe gotten in a better position, but they were so programmed to just chuck Stop it in the corner. <laughs> yeah, just chuck it in the corner and go after it. It's kind of funny. Well, you know, I've said for a long time, every team needs a good dumper. <laughs> yeah, every team. Yeah. You dump it, you chase it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have a yeah, dumper. Yeah. You know? That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't... I. I can't stand dump and chase hockey. <laughs> it's dumb. You can't, I can't stand it. In beer league, it's it's really dumb. Yeah, it's just for, a turnover. Yeah. yeah first of all, <laughs> like like Danny just said, you dump it, you chase it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's, in beer league, it's just a, it's not even dump and chase. It's a turnover. That's exactly all it is. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's just I mean, giving it, them the puck. In in more competitive forms of hockey, there is a there. There are ways to dump it in a smart way that only your teammate can get it, but it takes practice and you it's it's and, yeah, it's and all, recognizing that it's the situation to use that. Like, exactly. Yeah. And that that's a whole that's a whole thing. But the 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 sort of like mentality of, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna get it deep in their end, get it behind their D, make their D turn around <laughs> and face the end. You know all this bullshit that people say in the interviews. Yeah, like that is not how teams are playing today. <laughs> first of all, so you don't when, do that. So like, and and I'm gonna rail on the stupid beat writers and reporters now because stop asking the questions that get those stupid answers. That Seriously, isn't, <laughs> that isn't even what is happening in the game. That's not even what the NHL teams do today. Everybody yeah. wants to have controlled zone entries. Everybody wants to control the puck when they cross that offensive blue line. And ideally, they want to do it inside the dots. Right. They don't want to be forced to the wall to enter. They want to do it inside the dots. And no one asks questions about this, and I hate it. Because <laughs> it's not a true representation of what's actually happening in the game when you watch it like 
You want to talk about the eye test versus analytics and stuff. You know, you can see it happening when you watch. But then <laughs> the numbers back it up. If I control the puck when I enter the zone, chances are I'm going to get a good scoring chance, if not two. Yeah. Like, it's there. there's hard numbers behind that. So, anyway, now I'm, now I'm getting all riled up. <laughs> he's seething right now <laughs> well, and it, because because i'm looking at it as a fan and somebody that loves the game but also as a coach who's trying to teach players and develop players right and i even to this day after how many years have we been doing american development model now as as usa hockey right even today, I see youth hockey clubs that are preaching dump and chase in, in situations. Mm. For me, as a coach, it is off limits. It's off limits. Like, I'll never tell that to a kid. You carry the puck until they take it from you or you decide that it's time to shoot or pass. Because that's the only way you're going to get better, and that's the only way you're going to develop into the modern player that you need to be. That's it. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's so outdated. It's comical, and the only time even like even playing in high school, because like our coach even hated it, hated doing it, and I think he kind of realized he was coaching against a bunch of idiots too that they did that. Because <laughs> the only time you can ever dumb a chase, he goes penalty kill, and you like. Fine, I'll live with the penalty kill. You guys set up again, do it that way. And he goes, if you're out there for two solid minutes, like pin right. down in your own yeah. zone, yeah. he goes, the first Get one you touch it, it. But yeah. he said, he goes, if you dump it and you hit the guy at the blue line, he made the joke. He's like, you not only better be the first one to stop that guy at the blue line, <laughs> but he's like, you owe me 50 push-ups at practice. Like, I'll never forget it. Because I was like, I was always one of the first ones. Like, when you, when you get it, like, you look where to kind of throw it or chuck it. And I've done it too. Like, cause you guys play with me. If I'm like near the end of the shift and I have no juice, I literally like get the red line and I actually oh, just put it on goal, but I put yeah, it yeah. on goal. Like I yeah. try to just shoot it from there. Yeah. Cause I'm <laughs> yep. like, I'm not going to and Yeah. I've thrown it in the corner a few times, but that's a, like same thing. It's always been like two straight minutes. We're there. I'm like, we all just need to get the fuck off the ice, throw it and just yeah. worry about it later. Like, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, but, like if we need to, if we need a change or something like, okay, like get the puck as far away from our net as possible. Throw and, it over the glass. If you have and to. let's get our, yeah. If you could do it, you know, you're not going to get a dog on it. So like, just yeah. chuck it. But, let's just hope you know. you're out with a centerman who can win a face off. I won't, right. I won't say no. <laughs> no, but like last night was kind of funny because in our game too, like you guys touched on the goalie thing. I had to keep my mouth shut. I'm sorry because I'm my own opinion about the way that fucking situation worked. But like I have, I have like two, two to three pet peeves. Like if you're playing defense and all three were broken by like one team. Eric can probably guess who it's every like, single game. It's every single game. <laughs> if you're a D man and you're at the point, if you put it in somebody's shin pads, that is the most annoying thing <laughs> in the history of the world. I cannot tell you that. Like if you have time, like there's no excuse. You need to look up, look around. If you don't have time, I get it. Cause like sometimes you're just like, I got to get it. 
there is no excuse where like you don't have a, a three foot buffer to move it around or even just put it on the boards down just in the put it on the wall man something just yeah. put it on the wall if you and don't then, have time just put it on the yeah. wall if you and can't then, get it to the net just get it down low yeah. so that whoever's in somebody should be around the net they can yeah. go they could go get it yeah. and then we can do something yeah. down low like yeah yeah and then my what other it tells me what it tells me is like they got the puck and they never even looked frightened at anything yeah. They just got scared because the puck was on their stick and they were just like, yeah, wow. it's a hot potato. Like, yeah, it was a grenade. And then, then my other one it. is just these these blind <laughs> passes like from demon up the boards. And my favorite is when the wing's never there. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, oh, well, it's what it is. <laughs> Ugh. It all comical. happens in beer league, though. If you're not supposed to do it, then... It's going it to ha- it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's funny because like sometimes it's like that's the only play they had. So like it is what it is. I get it. And then so, I'll be honest. It's like a forward. Sometimes I make bonehead plays. We all do. It's the way it works. Yeah, and I it's was like, going to say that it, it's, we it's all everybody. Every, every, <laughs> we're not professionals. It's totally fine. Because even when I make a mistake, I'm the first one to go like, oh, Johnny, what the hell? Or like, God damn it, Johnny. You know, like I, I'm the first one. It, it doesn't. I'm not immune to it or whatever. But like. Sometimes there's like a few that like always make me laugh. I'm just like, oh gosh, here we go again. <laughs> my this favorite, is my favorite, my favorite is when um I'm playing wing and I uh I'll come back, you know, you come you come low to time yeah, to help break out, the out pass or, and everything, yeah. right? And they so they get the puck and they're swinging around the net, but their D is pinching down on me, right? This happens a lot. Their D is pinching down on me. So I will say very loudly, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Like six <laughs> times I'll say no, and they'll still just... <laughs> just ring it around to you. Yeah. Fucking fire the puck at me. <laughs> and first of all, they're just firing it at me. And then, and then I have a guy like right on my back. And guess what happens? <laughs> they get the puck and now we're scrambling defensively because we're all we're in breakout mode and we yep. don't know how to transition to defense mode and like it's a mess. And then <laughs> but and then like even if nobody's on you, the timing's always fucked up. Like the timing is always fucked up. Like you 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 know, you come and you curl at the hash and you're starting to work your way back up the boards and the pass won't come until you're like at the blue line. And by that time you know, their center or whoever their high forward was is recovered. So now you got somebody right on you. You got to get it to the next guy, you know, and it's and move through neutral. It's always the timing's always just jacked. So if you actually get out of your zone, it's a luck event. <laughs> it's a luck event. <laughs> it's to a get luck out event of your zone. In beer league. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting out of your own zone may be a luck event. But there's no luck involved when it comes to receiving our thanks for your support. You've made it to my outro, so that means that you must have enjoyed what you were listening to, or you forgot that we were on one of the two. Either way, we thank you for your listen. And if you did enjoy what you're listening to, maybe we could ask you to please like, rate, review, subscribe, or whatever your podcatcher allows you to do, as those things definitely help us get heard by more listeners. Thanks again to our Patreons and to everybody who's in Discord. 
You can join those groups by going to beersinthelot.com slash Patreon or beersinthelot.com slash Discord. Hope to see you there. Little reminder that our Patreons get some cool stuff like pint glasses and koozies and some other stuff that isn't available on the shop. And everybody in Discord gets basically bonus Beers in the Lot content all day long. So check them out. And check out episode 111 next week on Wednesday. We'll be back then. See you then. Thank you.